Yo, 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 welcome to another edition of the Geeky Bros Podcast. I'm your boy, Tactics. Yo, it's just Darcy here. And this is Big Geekuma. How y'all doing today? Good. Doing good. good. Doing real you good. Know, I'm so excited right now because we're like, how many days away from Batman? <laughs> like... I know. We're. I, I think we're a week, well, oh, just over a week away. Week, week and a day. It's too many yeah. days, but I can't wait. Yes, I think that's a perfect jumping off point to our first topic because we got a lot to cover in this episode. So, sorry, T, I, I jumped on your uh, toes over there, but jumping into the first topic, the Batman. So, we have been covering the preamble to this film quite thoroughly, and we've had our ups and downs, we've had our uh, thoughts, we've had our beliefs, we've had our... <laughs> our worries and we definitely have had our excitement especially when the trailers came out now i will say that tactics and darcy being the believers and the the true open-hearted individuals that they are have been pretty clearly excited for this film from day one especially when the trailers came out me being the burned bitter old man that i am i've been fighting it i've been like no no. And I've been saying to every, uh, everyone, even on this podcast, that when the early, early reviews come in, that's when shit's either going to hit the fan or I'm just going to be like, I told you so. I knew this was going to happen. Well, the day has come because the early, well, the the first of the early reviews are in because this uh, the embargo I think officially ends today, so like probably tonight we're gonna get like a flood of early reviews or like tomorrow morning sort of thing. But on the weekend, uh, a bunch of like uh, MTV UK uh, released an Instagram post saying like, you know what, embargo, no, I'm gonna do my own shit, and they decided to post a whole bunch of uh, like excerpts or blurbs about their views without spoilers their views on the batman i'm going to read them out so that we, so like if you don't want to hear this y'all if you're watching live you know come back in 5 minutes if you're uh, if you're watching our, our uh, tape on youtube just click the the link below to, uh, like check out the description we got the timestamp just go to the next one uh, can I can I click on that timestamps? Because I didn't read it earlier, and now now I'm gonna get I'm gonna have to hear what you gonna say. So you know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> Here we go. go. Here we go. Everyone ready? Here we go. Okay. Matt Reeves delivers a nail biting and fun Batman coming of age story. Another one, absolutely euphoric. Another one, sensational. Another one says gripping. Uh, another one says one hell of a movie. And uh, I would say this is rather an interesting thing to say, but Robert Patterson will be your new favorite Batman. That's some bold talk right there. Some bold talk. So with these, like, again, very, very early reactions and also not a lot of them. This is like probably like five people out of like everyone else who went to go see the movie. And everyone's probably waiting until like tonight or tomorrow to once the embargo has been lifted for them to like say what they what, what they want. Obviously spoiler uh, free. Well, hopefully spoiler free. Fuck all those YouTube guys who choose to like release shit ahead of time or do thumbnails. <laughs> but anyway, now that we've heard these early reactions, 
what do you guys how are you guys feeling right now darcy let's start with you all right um Umar, first off, I'm still sitting here thinking about how you would like you're going to say I told you so, like you wanted the Batman to fail. I'm just saying, I'm like that 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 stuff's deep. I don't understand why you got to go there. <laughs> and, I've been hurt before, bro. <laughs> I know, but doesn't mean you have to look forward to it. Um, the you know, um, I'm excited. Like I've been excited. It's, you know, like this feels like it's down the right path. Um, you know, it's crazy that they like this decide to skip that embargo because it feels like they're not going to get any <laughs> early accesses anytime soon. They're going to be banned from WB as a whole going <laughs> forward. Because I mean, like, you know, the, the thing I'm excited about is like it's it's even less about the reviews. It's about the confidence. So, like, if if they have an embargo and they hold it till midnight before the movie's going out you know that's gonna be trash like that's gonna be the worst possible movie because like yeah we don't want to talk about this until the day comes out because we know what you know what they're gonna say but when you like when you're confident enough to release a certain amount of days early now you're just trying to flood the airways so that like sales just go up on that first week and you know they've even been dropping clips i only watched one clip of all the clips that that, that, that have come out because uh, I was like, ooh, Batman versus Catwoman. And <laughs> let me tell you, that scene was like, ooh. I'm not going to tell the scene. I'm just going to say, I'm like, I'm liking the chemistry. Let me just put that with, okay? <laughs> and uh, so I was like, all right. I smiled at the end of it. And I was like, hmm, that's a good start for me. I'm, I'm excited to get into that film if I'm smiling from just like a minute and 25 seconds clip. So, yeah. Umar, all I got to say left this is, I told you so. I mean, I'm hope I'm right, but I told you so. Taggy. I'm super excited for this movie. Um, I'm not. I'm not worried because there's a vote of confidence that I'm getting from all the promotional material that I'm seeing now. Because usually, when they don't yeah. do a lot of promo and a lot of press, it's a little bit concerning because it means that they have no faith in their in the property. Like because. How how a film looks on on paper or on a script is vastly different than how it looks when you know they finish production on, on on everything. So the fact that they're going full fledged and they're advertising the shit out of this movie right now, um, I'm seeing a lot of interviews being pop like popping up and everything, and they're even talking about you know sequels already, and you know they're talking about the TV series spinoffs and stuff. So I mean. I don't know, man. I, like, I'm excited. I'm hyped for this. Nudge owes me a pizza. I'm going to say that right now. He owes both me and Darcy a pizza. Little Caesars, to be exact. The, the one shaped like Batman. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, I'm hyped for this. I, I think... I, I, I trust Matt Reeves. I think he's going to do a great job with this. He says he's going to be taking a little bit of a break um, after the release of this. So, oh. you know, that that's a little unfortunate because you know i want them to just kind of you know get this out of the bag right away and like start another uh like start the franchise but um granted this was supposed to be released what like last year and I, it got I think even, yeah or, yeah yes and it got it got pushed to this year so you know, maybe the fact that they were able, they were given a lot. Well, maybe because of the fact that they had more time to kind of flesh this out, it they had the opportunity to make it as great as it could be. So, you know, I think we're in for a hell of a ride. I love the fact that it's three hours, and um, 
yeah, that's all I gotta say, man. I'm 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 just so hyped for this movie. All right, so um, I will say that. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, I've been I've been keeping that in. I've been keeping that under control. And like, I like what Ryan R is talking about. Like, no expectations equal better results. And that's that's literally how I've been trying to live my life with the Batman. Because like, I can't I can't I can't be hurt, guys. I can't be hurt again. And now now I'm, my heart's out there. I'm like, I love you. And I said I loved you. And now I'm now I'm waiting to hear it back. And I have a week to uh, to wait until I hear it back. And if it doesn't, if it <laughs> doesn't come back, good analogy. <laughs> if it doesn't come back, I want to be a broken man in that in those seats, guys. I'm just gonna be a broken man, and you, you guys will have to like carry me out, and I'll just be like like this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Okay. By the way, you're gonna be stuck in that seat, bud. Just so you know, you're just gonna be sitting in that seat. By, by you time, guys can just drag me by my feet, and like I'll just I'll just be like this against the floor. But like anyway, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're seeing it before us, so you'll already know. I was trying you not to bring that up again. <laughs> trying you not to bring it up? Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. You, you please. I tried please. you guys. I tried to make you guys come with me, but you guys are busy. Yeah. Yeah. That's the sound of a guilty man. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, I'm. So what? Wait, well, hold up. What? 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 what all these? Like, there, I heard that there was like a rumor, but I didn't check into it about Mister Freeze. <clears throat> and now I'm seeing this Joker pick here. What's going on, Tag? What are we think, putting uh, up here? If I remember correctly, I think Matt Reeves said that uh, Mister Freeze he he would be willing to bring him into his his Batman universe. Which makes sense because I feel like now is an opportunity to kind of redeem the characters from the past. Because let's face it, as much as I love Jim Carrey, we need a a better Riddler, and which, I think which Paul Dano's going to do. Yeah, and I feel like we need redemption for the monstrosity that was Mister Freeze. So I think we like, and also Poison Ivy and also Bane. Well, no, Bane got uh, Bane, no, yeah, Tom Bane, Hardy. yeah, Tom Bane Hardy. Uh, he uh, he he definitely made up for that. Um. <clears throat> So okay, so it's Riddler, which has now been done. Bane, which has now been done. So it's Mister Freeze, Poison Ivy. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Because like uh, Colin Farrell, like I mean, Dan DeVito's a Penguin. It, say di- what you want. It's different. It was different. But it's it was era defining, and it was different. Yeah, I w- I wouldn't I wouldn't critique it. Yeah, I mean, it's like a different. It's an Elseworlds type of Penguin. I think, yeah, I feel. But with uh, yeah, with the uh, with Mister Free, yo, if they get Mark Strong, uh, to do it, I'll be I'll be there for that. I'll be all there for that. Mm. By the way, Bill mm. Skarsgård is freaking me out as Joker. That, yeah, yeah, he he be so oh, yeah. good. He is such a good actor, a character oh, actor. Oh lord, I mean like like and he and he'll like unnecessarily throw like a hint of like it in there for us just yeah. to like no don't do it right now <laughs> but yeah so i'm on board now i'm on page i'm with you guys this is like this just means i am not going to be able to sleep the night before uh uh before watching and also i will not like i, I it just i'll be a mess uh, both before and after this film, uh, so yeah, this is going to be a <laughs> this is going to be a rough ride for people who know me and see, uh, sitting next to me. Not definitely going to need 
<laughs> you are going to be on the outside seat. Just letting you know this now. <laughs> if there's an aisle seat, like literally like a booster seat on the aisle itself, that's what you're going to be, okay? <laughs> so, yeah. um, The Batman, I am here for it. I have always... This is what I used to be like before I, I became bitter and old and like heartbroken. So, <laughs> and, cyn- and cynical. So, Matt Reeves, you've made me believe again. Don't hurt me, please. Wow, this, this got dark, man. <laughs> like the <laughs> like Batman. Yeah, but I mean, I only want the movies to be dark, bro. I don't want this podcast to be all dark and gloomy and stuff like all that. <laughs> well, I, I think it, it's hubris to see just how emotionally invested I am. Like, essentially, th- this movie is taking the spot of it will be the, the culmination of my being. And if it falls short of that, then I have no reason to live. Jesus. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely not sitting beside me, man. <laughs> yo, yo, like, bro, I have I look, an I look pound... over and his wrists are bleeding. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yo, he, he just shows up looking like the freaking Riddler from this movie. But, like, no one's cosplaying as that character yet. Holy. Oh, I, I, I got an 80 pound kettlebell in my basement that's lighter than the weight you're putting in this conversation. <laughs> well, I got my cuss. He'll he'll be here for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a separator between him and us. Yeah. Damn. Oh, uh, all right. So uh, now that we are sufficiently, in, like, now all that's left is for us to review the Batman. So, uh, yeah, we will, uh, that will be our next discussion of the batman oh, okay i and, think it'll be like our next podcast mike uh brought like a day before <laughs> all right so moving up our next topic is we're returning to a to a beloved topic that we started last week your home's like a bell air nice <laughs> <laughs> nice so i like that uh so uh we are going to uh review episode five of uh Bel Air. I think it's episode five, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh so tactics, let's start with you. What did you think? Because you've been the one who's been somewhat uh, hesitant on Bel Air so far. Yeah, I was frustrated as hell, man, because um I watched it streaming, not on Peacock. Um, and my stream like was very choppy so it was cutting in and out in the beginning so i didn't get to enjoy it as much like it started to kind of like level off near the end but um yeah i was more frustrated by my by by the stream itself to really Mm. get into the the episode so i it it didn't hold the same weight that it that it did for for you guys but i i actually did enjoy the episode though like i i loved the dynamic between um will and trey um what else was a pivotal um, moment for me that I can recall? Oh, there's one thing. So every okay, so everything was good, but then okay, I gotta I because I, I prepped this ahead of time, so I gotta I gotta show you guys here one second. Okay. So everything was cool about this episode, and not to say that this was like a make or break or anything. But <laughs> I know you're going with this. This motherfucker. <laughs> 
like, what? Yo, why this guy gotta come in acting all light skinned? Like, you yo, know, like, second, second, he was. Bro. I'm like, I'm like, stay away from Aunt Viv. We don't need that drama, bro. Every he time he come in, so thirsty right no, now. And like, this man had the audacity to say, "Oh, Vivian Smith." I mean, Vivian Banks. I'm like, you yeah. know what you're doing, bro. You know what you're doing, man. Oh. So I was like, oh man, it's gonna be some drama. There's gonna be some he drama. Did, he, he just whispered the whole scene. He was there. There was no normal actors with him. This man came in hella light skin, bro. Just like this, yo. Look at this shit. Like, <laughs> he came in hella light skin, bro. Oh man, it's just like he he come in and just like like get get your wives. Yeah, like yo, he's yeah. Like, like I'm out, I'm out here like watching that part and I'm like like Uncle Phil. Like yeah. um, can you uh, can you slide by the gallery real quick? <laughs> yo, this guy's a problem, man. But he was um, just, and the thing is like. He knows this has worked before, and he's like, "Y'all, I'm, I know girls dig me, oh, and I'm Viv. I'm giving it all yo. to you right now, one hundred percent." But um, overall, I, I liked, I liked the uh, the acting in it between, especially between um, uh, Will Will's character and Trey, and that whole uh, uh, argument about him potentially returning back to to Philly. And Darcy, I think it was something that you said last week, which it I'm really starting to see them flesh out a little bit more in terms of uh, Will's mom having more of a a a presence in the show. It's like I get what you mean when you said like it, it almost seemed like he, she just shipped him off and didn't really care about him yeah. afterwards, and then they would just kind of bring him bring her in randomly for episodes that fit the narrative. Whereas with this, you can kind of see okay, like. Yeah, she wants Will back to she wants Will to come back home because now there's no need for him to stay out there in Bel Air because there's no longer a, a, a threat for his life, right? So I like I like that they can kind of flesh out these characters a little bit more. And I mean, granted, because when you're dealing with a sitcom, you only have like, you know, less than half an hour to really tell a story in its entirety, right? And really flesh out as much as you want right whereas this it's a it's an hour-long show so you you have a little bit more leeway in that regard so it's good and yeah i like it i i'm it's i'm starting to warm up to it a little bit more and i like the jackie reference they they reference jackie uh so hopefully we get to see her at, pop up at some point along with other characters from the uh the sitcom but yeah i like it i'm, I'm starting to to warm up to it you missed the jackie reference what was that one he so um when Trey, when when they when Trey come arrives, oh. Will's like, oh yeah, yeah, you still hanging out with Jackie and her, her yeah, friends yeah, or whatever, yeah. yeah so, yeah it, yeah, it didn't it didn't dawn on me, and I just like I'm like, wait, which one was Jackie? Oh yeah, yeah, now yeah. it's all now it's all piecing together. Look, the thing I love is that like they the 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 people putting the show together have a true love for the original show. Like they they truly there's so many Easter eggs. And and it's it's like yes, it's fan service, but it's also it's just smart. It's just it's just done well. It's like, fan service light. Like it's it's like conversational. It's not like they're <clears throat> stopping everything to make a statement and then move on. Yeah, and it, it, it's like they're deciding what to include in the story that would yeah. make sense, and yeah. yet pay homage to a lot of things. And even like the tone of the episode, um, for like the early parts of it and the, the middle where it was like upbeat, I was like, yeah, this kind of feels, in essence, in some way, like the original show. It's not 
like a lot like it, but there's just fun that was happening. And I was like, yeah, like there's something in there that kind of reminds me of the show. But then there's like all these other moments that are serious because it's a drama. Um, so obviously I'm just doing my part now. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. so um, the, the things I really liked in this show, I love there was a, a great moment between um, Will and Hillary where she he was basically going to get advice and and hillary who's dealing with her problems with parents is like it's like you know you're gonna have it's like it's it's unfortunate like disappoint a parent we're gonna have to answer <laughs> to yourself and like they'll get over it you know you'll get over it right you know and i'm like yeah i'm like she's talk, kind of talking to herself but i love i just love her character she's just strong and like positive um but i got i got jumped to the part the episode that was for me oh it, it, it so the end where um so i love how first off like in tech was talking about this how vi calls up vivian and she's like yeah like i'll have him come back and then it's just like well i think you should stay here and then it's like yo it's like it's you don't tell a parent to like not have their kid right like you just felt that you're like okay okay vivian oh no just stop right there yeah just yeah, let let vi's gonna correct you and then you're just gonna have to take it like you know <laughs> it, was just, it was tense and i loved it and 100 percent. like then she's not just like yeah good luck at the boarding school and then, like, <laughs> you know, it's not that kind of mother but the thing that got me i was in tears bro was the scene where Will's like talking to his mom and saying he doesn't want to come that home. Hit, that hit me. That hit that, me hard. That, that hit me because it reminded me of when I left home. It's not that like I had the same dynamic, but oh. it reminded me of like my mom. Like when, when I left home, my mom and my sister, like I, I filled up the U-Haul. My mom and my sister got into a car and we drove in the opposite directions and they just cried in either direction. Like, right? So like... Like it reminded me of that, and I gotta say the, the the what this moment was for me in the show was the perfect reversal of my favorite scene in the original show, which is when Will's talking to uh, um to uh, Uncle Phil, and he's basically saying he's like, "Why doesn't he love me?" Talking about his father and crying over how his father doesn't love him. It was like the reverse because it was like. <clears throat> it wasn't about not loving. It was about the pain from loving somebody. And, and when he, go. and when he said to him, he's like, we, when you said it's my time to wear my crown, I would know. And, and like, it's my time. And you, Oh my Lord, his mother just being like, yes. Like I did say that. And I must honor this. And this is going to fucking hurt. I need to go to work. Mama's going to work right now. Mama can't talk to you right now. Yeah, It's like, I'm going to go to work. More like I'm going to take five, 10 minutes before I go to work. And I'm going to go cry myself in a corner right now. And yet be proud of my son for also recognizing that and saying that to me, even though it's a real kick in the ass to take for, uh, as a mother. So it was an amazing scene. And yeah, Aunt, and no, Aunt, uh, Vi is not a wasteful character, and I love no. that fact. It's yeah. just, she, she's important to the story now. Yeah. All right. I'm. Uh, I'm just going to quickly uh, bring up something that Ron R brought up. So she's like, I like, and this is actually one of the points I want to bring up. She was like, I like how Aunt Viv discusses how the same instance sends the boys on two different paths and the impact it had on the boys' mental health. That was actually one of the things uh, I loved about this episode was the fact. They're actually addressing serious issues, and one of them being trauma and mental health, just like Ron R is talking about. And 
I loved how when Trey showed up, he like instantly connected with uh, on Viv, and like you know, like it actually was a, like like you're saying, Darcy, like it was a really cute scene of uh, you know, lighthearted, and he's like, "Yo, I'm gonna take these cookies," and like, "Boy, you better bring that back," <laughs> and I'm like, "Yo, that's and that's true." But then also, what I really loved about it was, like you said, like the uh, uh, of the Vi thing, because, but also. I like the fact that the conversation between Aunt Viv and Vi, you could tell there was beef between the two of them, like sister beef of like choices that have been that have been made, and you can tell that this hit on that more than on the topic of Will. Like it was like, yes, the Will thing is important, but on top of which, there's something there because she's like, "You're not his mother," and I was like, "Ooh," and seeing that dynamic between sisters, like I've seen that even like in my own family, like like. In, with uh, Pakistani uh, sisters or khalas and stuff, you can also see some beef coming up uh, when like it comes to discussing like their kids. But so like seeing that was real. That's what I loved about it. It was a very real sisterly argument that then had like ramifications that was paid off in the last scene between uh, Will and, and Vi. Um, I gotta say, like I, like I've said before, I am. I'm appreciative of the way they've done Carlton's character. Well, fuck Carlton. <laughs> like, okay, first of all, this asshole, it's like, he finds out something from a drunk Trey. I mean, like, Trey, you, you need to handle your little bro. But, like, on top of that, he finds this out and then uses it to blackmail Will? And I'm like, for real? And he even starts judging his father for, like, for saying like oh like you're, you've done like you broke the law fair enough but it's like you're and also what he was uh just, I, I think what i found the most sniveling of him is when he <clears throat> used his own uh diagnosis of uh anxiety disorder against uh uncle phil and his point of like helping will i was like you're really going to use that to kind of like, like Will granted he made mistakes and also like he needs someone to bail him out. But like he also was in a significantly worse situation than Carlton was. To use his, uh, to use that to kind of guilt trip his father and then to like use that as a power move over both his father and Will. <laughs> fuck you. There are people who do it. It's understandable. It's, it's completely realistic, but fuck you. So, like, again, I like how they're showcasing Carlton. Fuck you. Anyway, uh, the actor is fantastic. Actually, um, before you move off that, actually, yeah. you, you, you made me think of something about that character. Um, Enuma, you might know the words I'm going to search for here because I don't quite know. But there's like a certain type of when they talk about different personality types, right? That's like utilitarian people and stuff like that. He's a very much like a um, regimented, like he sees the world through this particular set of rules that for whatever reason, um, obviously he's black and white. right. Yeah. He's very black and white about things. And one thing I'm hoping that this evolves into in, cause like they, they can't have this show not become where Will and, and Carlton become close. But yeah. I, what I think that they need to, what they would have to do to achieve that. And what they're setting up is that you need that real deep, something to happen that really gets to the heart of something being there for each other i honestly think it's going to be like will standing up for him and protecting carlton 
when yeah. nobody thinks he, he <clears throat> would make sense after he's done everything to hurt him in a moment where like Carlton's anxiety and drug use collide, right? Which it pays homage back to the episode where uh, he accidentally took too many like um, speed and he ended up like needing to go oh, to the hospital. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's going like, to pan out in something like that. And Will is going to be the one there to, pr- to, to protect and save him. Because I think based off of their, their, their dynamic, it's going to need something really deep. Sometimes you only can move a relationship forward until once everyone's hurt and then they heal from it. That's and, interesting because I actually forgot that scene and uh, that because like actually that was Will's fault. So it would be interesting if they actually do it in the sense where it's actually this time it's Carlton's fault and like you're saying like he actually saves him. Yeah, I think I think I don't know what it's going to be, but I think it's going to be like Carlton's going to have to be blown away by Will's capacity to <clears throat> care for him. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like overly like. Uh, like Will obviously is, has his own issues with Carlton and, and anger and stuff like that, but you see him growing uh, a thing for him. Like when Trey says he's he's like, man, what's up with that guy? Whatever. And he's like, he's like, all right, man, he's got his own swag. That's all right, you know. Yeah. Like, um, and so I feel like there's just gonna be something where Carlton's gonna like go off, and Will is going to see the pain in that situation, and I think that there's gonna be a correlation between their pains that is going to bring them together and so that's what i'm hoping because i feel like oh if the writing it keeps going where it's going i think that's what's going to happen um but yeah carlton's a dick but i think he can be rehabilitated and i think we started to see the seeds of that when they were interacting and they were trying to get the um the votes yeah uh, the final point uh, of the episode that I, that I really loved was uh, the conversation between Hillary and uh, Ashley, to be honest. Mm. I'm really liking that both Will and also uh, Ashley, like Hillary is actually someone to be helpful. She's there. She's got people's back. And also she's successful in what she's doing. Um I, I definitely think this like house that she's going to be part of is definitely going to be uh, uh, some bad news. But like, <laughs> by the way, I'm just saying, if some dude does a prank and gets all full naked in my house, they're going to get shot. Like, y- you get out. Mm-hmm. I'm amazed that Uncle Phil didn't like, you know, beat them out of there when that shit happened. But I really, really enjoyed seeing that Hillary, like Hillary has actually become someone that matter someone who has depth someone who actually has like like full relationships with everybody and it's really nice to see uh it's uh, compared to like the vapid idiot that was in the previous uh uh series yeah i mean sometimes she had nice moments in the original series but far and few between (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) t any uh final thoughts uh no not really i think um for me like again i'm still warming up to the show i think the the selling point for me is that it is still associated with the original sitcom so i'm i'm it's it's basically the selling point is basically the nostalgia factor factor for me. So I'm kind of just looking out for a lot of the Easter eggs and the, a lot, a lot of the references. And I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. I got that reference. I understand where this is from. And I'm uh, part of it is me trying to feed my curiosity and, and 
see where they take this interpretation of the story because i feel like with the original sitcom there was a lot of there was a lot of opportunities or a lot of things that they kind of showcased and and gave a lot of um serious tones to you know what i mean they they touched up on on a lot of like really serious subject matter and i think to see how they they integrate that into the new series and mm -hmm. being that we're it's we're in a different time now cuz this like the original was like back in the 90s where like you know some things are still pr very much prevalent like racism and things like that are still prevalent in in today's society but i think you know now it's a different time with like social media and everything so it's a it, it's a, gives it a chance to kind of evolve and touch on some newer subjects uh or newer newer subject matter in that regard so i'm interested to see how that all kind of ties in and how they they kind of relate to one another so yeah, I'm interested to see when Judge Roberts comes in because you can already tell he's like he's already been poised as someone who's a, a potential villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be interesting. I mean, I don't think you'll get a lot of him unless. Oh wait, no, I know how he's going to be a problem. Never mind. I I, I can already see it. <laughs> I can already see it because we get. Oh man, I think I think Carlton's going to go to him. That's Damn it! Oh, this is not making me. I mean, I'm. It's gonna be good, but I'm just not looking forward to that yeah. moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, uh, just catching up on uh, Ronar's last comment. Uh, I think this was when she, I was talking about uh, um, how much I hate <clears throat> and also love uh, Carlton. She was saying, and how he is full of contradictions. He's mad at his father for breaking the law, but he doesn't follow them either. Cough drugs law. Fair, absolutely fair. I'm completely in agreement with that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving on to our next topic, which is following uh, our, our ongoing coverage of the <laughs> Superman and Lois TV series. We're now on season two, episode five. Uh, it uh, it definitely was a very... It, it, I gotta say, the, the show is uh, still continually surprising me, which is rare for a CW show, because like they keep they keep misdirecting and keep like giving me uh, one thing, but it doesn't show up to be another. So I want to know what you guys ha thought about this last episode. <laughs> uh, T, let's start with you. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I I don't remember half of what happened in this episode. Like I, it it was very underwhelming to me. I'm still overall liking the show. I'm just not really caring as much about what's going on. Like I, we just came off of like pe like Peacemaker. Which was like a phenomenal show. <laughs> now you know I'm I'm kind of into Bel Air right now, and then now with this, it's kind of like I'm just kind of really frustrated about this whole cheating angle and this like they're they're dramatizing it to the max with the whole C CW tropes, and I'm just like I don't. I thought the show was Superman and Lois. Why do I give a fuck about these people? Like I yeah. don't because I don't. So agreed, I, brother. Agreed. I, I do like where they're going with the whole Jonathan um being hooked on the uh on the kryptonite steroid shit or whatever like i, I i'm curious to see where that goes um <clears throat> but outside of that i i don't know man i'm what about nothing, the bizarro stuff the bizarro stuff it just seems like it's very repetitive right now nothing is nothing really has happened that has That's really fair. progressed the storyline any further than what we've seen in in the last five four episodes so yeah, it's cool. It like <clears throat> I, I do want to see more fighting amongst the two of them, but uh, aside Yo, from that, that it was really, dope. It was dope. It's it's very short. I feel like 
lately his his fight scene. Well, actually, no, I shouldn't say that because the third when they first fought, it was uh, not actually. It wasn't even that long. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like a lot of his fights are very short lived. I'd want to see a little bit more action. I know this they're they're trying to kind of balance things out and and give you a dose of drama and action. I'm good on the drama. You guys have given me your fair share of drama right now. Let's get back to the action portion of, of, of things a little bit more. Um, yeah. Outside of the, the things I mentioned, it, the storyline hasn't really progressed to a point where it has me like a hundred percent captivated. It, in fact, I almost didn't even watch this and I completely forgot about it until you put it into the, into the, the thing. Yeah. Into the agenda. And I was like, <laughs> Oh shit! I gotta catch up on that too. <laughs> I totally forgot. She was like straight homework. Yeah, bro. That's all it was at this point, right? So yeah, I don't know, man. Like episode six has to step up their game to keep me invested. Cool, cool. Darcy. I mean, I agree. Uh, I- I'm gonna say one thing that's gonna like sound like I'm con- like I-, I disagree with on something, but I don't. <laughs> I don't really care about this side relationship like the cheating thing however i actually enjoyed the mother-daughter dynamic yeah agreed like like the acting in that moment i was like i was like damn i'm actually invested but i know i'm not gonna be like by the time episode six rolls around i'm gonna be like (laughs) all right i'm done like i'm over this it's just like it's like it was just that moment where the mother looked at her daughter and and like in in earlier she said like it was it was a the line was really really stupid where she's like daughter falls and she's like oh whenever you like fall i'll always be there to catch you and i'm like wow so heavy-handed she just tripped like can you relax she didn't she didn't like she didn't like like lose something and she like went to the hospital like like so relaxed but then they paid that off with that interaction yeah. and it was just like you know we're gonna be strong whatever and i was like oh i'm feeling that actually this is the only time i've ever felt like i enjoyed this whole family's dynamic short-lived but i'm enjoying it um the yeah overall yeah interesting to see what goes on with jonathan but i'm also kind of mad the bizarro stuff i'm like oh my god the amount of times they said bizarro it was like a bizarro world i was like oh come on stop you like i hate when people are like it's like can you describe what a blue sky looks like well it's a blue sky like don't describe it with its own words like don't just use bizarro every two minutes you can get a chance to say it we know it's bizarro now um i'm kind of interested to see what this other world is that's in that's connected with the pendant and whatnot at the (laughs) same time i feel like i'm just gonna be bored (laughs) i feel like i'm gonna get like a cw crossover you know when they like they go to like the multiverse like i'm just gonna get like like i'm gonna get something like that where i'm just gonna be like um but who knows maybe i'll be surprised overall i'm just kind of like it's getting a passing grade right i will say that that is the best i can say as well like honestly i find that everything literally every storyline they're doing minus the bizarro stuff is is basic level like we're we're talking like borderline lazy writing i i'm with you guys i could not care less about lana and her family why are they in this show makes no sense we don't need it get it out moving on to uh and then when it comes to jonathan and jordan series uh segment i have to say i'm still very disappointed with the way they're doing it because 
honestly, the actual interesting thing I would have liked to see is that, like, if you want to do the drug thing, let's do the drug thing. But I would have liked to see Jonathan thinking he can, like, uh, like investigate this and figure stuff out and, like, like be the journalist his mom is and get in over his head and his girlfriend like gets on top of him one night and she's like hey man like try this and like he's like oh shit wait hold on a second and then all of a sudden he's like addictive something like that <laughs> you're right there <laughs> i just got a mental picture and i'm like yo that's fucking whack <laughs> what a whack wait like on her part, I mean, like, yo, try no, but this. Like, yeah, but like, I, that would have been significantly more interesting than Jonathan just ready and be like, yeah, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start taking drugs. You, you, you know what that that what you described there, Umar, is like what when your mother like describes her fear of what's going to happen when you go into the world. It's like that would never happen, but she could. She she like force you into it. She spray. It. I don't trust that girl. Be like. This woman's gonna force me to take an inhaler, like for <laughs> real. <laughs> like... <laughs> anyway, something along the lines that he gets in over his head, that he's not ready to be the journalist's mom is like that's something I wanted to see, but they're not doing that. It's just lazy ass writing, and then this shit happens anyway. And then okay, I I will say the only thing I actually enjoyed in this segment is when uh, they both come up to uh, uh, General Lane when he comes to train, and, it, and he's just like, "You would make the worst spy in the world." Yeah, that was good. <laughs> but I, I I I don't understand why were they wearing like gloves, like gardening gloves, to punch each other. Yeah, it's an old like country boy thing. Like whatever. I'm, who knows with the bizarro stuff i really want to know who this at like alley person is like i have no idea if she's like some sort of character from the comics i keep meaning to like google it but i forget so i'm just like who the fuck is she where did she come from is she even a comic book character but i do i gotta say seeing uh like uh ice breath and fire breath going at each other and then like seeing like uh ice lasers and all that was really cool to watch I'm loving, I still love Tyler Hoechlin. He's killing it for me right now. Um, yeah, so it just, this is, a, we're, we're, I think we're like halfway through the season. So it's still, it's getting a passing grade. And like, I think we're entering when the CW is going to take over and like our CW aspects take over and whatever promise goes out the window. So uh, yeah, I would say that we're all kind of in agreement that the show could be better. Yeah. Any final thoughts before we move on? Nah, not the Flash yet. This is oh. true. Very good point. Very true. Very true. <laughs> it's, a, it's above that grade. <laughs> All I right. Totally forgot about that show. Yeah, it's and everyone should. Moving on. So, last week, I well actually <laughs> the last couple of weeks, I have been introducing Tactics and Darcy to. Studio Ghibli. Uh, and I've shown them Princess Mononoke, and I've shown them Spirited Away. Now, I, I'm a big fan of Studio Ghibli, like many people are. And, like, I love Spirited Away, I love Princess Mononoke. Those, those two are essentially the, like the top two favorites of all the movies that you get. Like, like don't get me wrong, I love Castle in the Sky, I love uh, My Neighbor, uh, neighbor Totoro. I'm, I would say, like, uh, I think... No, there's also Howl's Moving Castle. 
And I still need to watch uh, Grave of the Fireflies. But like, still, there are some truly, truly amazing Studio Ghibli films. But for me, Princess Mononoke and Spirits Away were my top ones, and I showed them to both of them. So, now that they've had a taste of Studio Ghibli, I'm going to have them tell you guys their first impressions of this type of anime filmmaking. So, Darcy, let's start with you. What did you think of your first two forays into the Studio Ghibli world? It's going to be a short trip into this Studio Ghibli world. (laughs) 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 Okay, okay. First off, first off, okay. I like Spirited Away more. Um, okay. than, 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 than Princess um, Mononoke. Mononoke. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> how about this? I like the animation style, like the actual art, gorgeous, right? It also reminds me in a very, this is going to be a very bad reference, but um, it, ma- it makes me realize like where heavy metal stole its styling from. <laughs> Oh shit! If you ever seen heavy metal, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's 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 like an American anime, but it's so raunchy and wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's if anyone who's seen it is gonna be like, he just referenced that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, it, it, let's let, let so Spirit Away was was better for me. I felt like it moved better and there were more interesting stuff that was being shown and our conversation after was a little more interesting. I didn't grasp all of it right away, but I grasped some of it. This one, I just felt was very long and I felt like I was just extending the same... I didn't feel like the story did as much as I wanted it to do. But to give some credit and to blame you, Umar, we just had... A great like uh, Pakistani food, and we had just gone over watching some like Bollywood stuff, and I was super hyped about that, and then had the food, and then I was tired, and then we sat down to do this, and I was like an itis, and I was like, oh my yeah, it, it, it was a lot, yo. <laughs> it was like you, you didn't set it You're up. Well. Blame me for giving you good food. <laughs> no, but I'm gonna say you did not set it up well. Like after the food, I was I was in the, the mood to go back from a Bollywood, and then you went into this, and I was like, I was not ready to go into something that was like slow and like methodical and like (laughs) like you know something that was like oh like otherworldly i was no i was i was still vibing on our conversation about how bad aladdin was (laughs) (laughs) it's bad okay so just for some context (laughs) i have been hating on aladdin the the live action film and saying how like it just like was not a good representation of like Southeast Asia uh, or like, or anything of Bollywood that it was clearly referencing and tactics and Darcy were like, well, what do you mean? So I showed them like a couple of scenes from Aladdin. And then I showed them like five Bollywood uh, like dance sequences. And then we had uh, tactics like, let's go back to, let's go back to those scenes. And we watched them again. And like, they were just like, what the fuck is this? So trash, like editing trash outfits man just donate them okay just trash <laughs> like <laughs> the dancing make no sense like i was like it, it looked like i was trying to be american and like east asian at the same time it made no sense trash aladdin is trash i'm like i see it now so but yeah you then we went off with that vibe and then we went to this <laughs> it was not not a good segue <laughs> okay so uh, um, uh, so 
scheduling aside, Princess Mononoke, like you just like, would you say it's a bad movie, or would you say it's not like one that you particularly like? The latter. It's not a bad film. Like it's okay. a good artsy film, and there are some good stuff in it. Like I liked a lot of stuff when we were um, in the the um, like the village uh, with the people. There's a lot of interesting stuff there, but it was long, and I was fighting the itis, <laughs> and it was not a good combination of two things to happen at the same time. Okay, you being as into music as you are, what do you think of the music, bro? I was trying to stay awake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that much music. And again, we had just gone over Bollywood. So my brain was on, on percussion. I was into that. <laughs> and you're just showing me like slow strings. I'm like, I'm over here thinking about somebody hitting on like a hand drum. <laughs> like I'm just I'm just saying it should have been an all Bollywood night. <laughs> all right, fine. That's my bad. I'm so afraid to ask T, what are your thoughts? Yo, this is not my style at all, man. I'm, I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. I, like either either film? I okay, so I echo pretty much everything that Darcy said. The the setup was bad from the beginning, bro. Like when you t- like when you told like I was I was in Bollywood mode, and then you're like, okay, it's time to watch the movie after we had just eaten. And I'm like, wait, what movie are we watching again? I was totally I totally forgot. And then you're like, yeah, um, we're watching uh, Princess Mononoke. Yeah, her. And I was like, shit. And then you you put it on the Netflix, and it was like two hours. And I was like, oh man, it's gonna be a long movie. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching it. And at one point, I had to get my um, my massage ball out to like roll my feet just to get some Because I was like, is that what you were doing? That's what I was doing. Because I was like falling asleep, and I I kept waking up and like like looking at Darcy to make sure that he like he wasn't watching me while I was falling asleep. This is some bullshit. Because I felt like I was gonna get quizzed on this afterwards, right? So I was like, okay, I gotta stay awake. (laughs) But um. This is Studio Ghibli, guys. Come on. I, I know, I know, man. And I feel bad for like actually, no, I don't feel bad. I like I just feel <laughs> I feel like if I had watched this or like when it came out, I would have had a much bigger appreciation for it. But having watched uh Spirited Away, I do I, I, I agree with Darcy. I liked Spirited Away a little bit more, but like by a small margin, like it was, it's not anything. Really? Yeah, just because it was like you're watching it, and there's a lot of interesting visuals. It's a very art, beautifully uh, artistic film. I'll give it that. But I felt like there was no, there was no real payoff at the end. Like I felt like, I, like I was waiting for something to happen, like that was going to kind of like make everything that happened throughout more cohesive, and it just kind of was like it just ended. And it was like just I felt very underwhelmed by the ending. And I was kind of like, all right, well, I don't feel like I got my money's worth for that one. So and the then with, over here. And then with and then with this one, like it the the it starts off strong. Like I'm thinking, oh, this like this dude, he's got this fucking disease curse. thing. Yeah, or this curse on his arm. Like that's gonna show up in some capacity. Like he's gonna start to use that, and it's gonna be like um you know, the, I keep seeing, I've never actually watched the anime, but you know Parasite? Uh, the guy gets infected and then... Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, so I thought it was going to... 
yeah, I mean, we saw him like, like, the, don't get me wrong. Like when he first shot the arrow and he like that dude's head just came clean off. I was like, okay, yo, that they're setting it up for some hardcore shit. And it like, it, it never it happened. He he fought. Like, yeah, but I, I, yo, I okay. So I was I was expecting some like demon slayer type level fighting and we never really got that we just got we did hold up he he fought he fought a whole shit lot ton of people i must have been asleep for that because i don't remember that at all <laughs> i do not remember that at all it's some bullshit <laughs> you, you, you know what i love is like how taxes is like he's used i saw the ball and I, and, 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 and he, i didn't realize he was trying to keep himself awake with that and I, uh but right now i felt i feel like i was like man i should i should have brought me something <laughs> but, but i remember like i was like Oh damn! And I look over, I'm like, oh, I hope he didn't catch me sleeping. We're both over here trying yeah, to make sure you know, each other slipping. I've, ne- I've I have never regretted eating butter chicken so much in my life before, bro. Because you know, I was yeah, bro. I was trying so hard to stay awake, bro. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's gonna be a lot. And I'm like, fuck, there's only there's still 30 minutes left of this movie. I just I at that point I just wanted it to end. I'm like, can this can this fucking whatever a demon thing just devour everyone so we can just go the fuck home like it just wouldn't end so yeah i i, I don't know i this by the way princess mononoke came out in 97 yeah i i, I should have watched it in 97 then because in 2022 yeah it's not my style at all i'm sorry but no. i do <laughs> I, okay so i'm it, it did uh is this the same studio that did uh akira no okay because it kind of like the animation it reminded me a little bit of the, of that in terms of the animation style and it made me want to watch that because i've never seen akira oh okay dude if you can barely stay awake during this film you are gonna pass the fuck out on akira okay never mind then <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I i watch akira I definitely faded a couple of times. <laughs> really? Okay. No, like, there, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it like, there's cool shit, but I got lost and uh, tired. It's one of those. Okay. I, I... Yeah, I'm looking up pictures of heavy metal. This don't look like how I remember it. It must be like a, a re-adaptation. So I take it that you guys would not continue with Studio Ghibli then. Is it more in the same vein as this stuff? Yeah. Yeah, then, yeah, it's a hard pass for me. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Is it more in the same vein as this stuff? I'm actually really that. afraid to ask this, but can you guys give me a ranking for both? Like, I feel like 10? it's not I feel like it's not even fair for me to rank it, man. No, no, but, like, for both of them. Because, like, fine, Princess Mononoke is, like, you guys, you guys are, like, we're checked out during that film. Spirited Away, can you give that out of 10? <sighs> It's one of these are one of the it's one of these movies where it's like I I don't feel like it's a fair assessment because it's not your taste. Yeah, it's not my taste, and I I feel like me rating it is disrespectful to the artistry Why? and the like. You know what I mean? Like it's and I I don't I don't say that for every single movie. Like I can go into no, any other movie and be like, yeah, like that that was a terrible film in my opinion. Even if I say. I whatever my rating would be for this film, I don't think that's a good representation of the film as a whole because I I understand because put it this way, I can understand why people would rank this as like a high level film, like give it a nine or or a ten out of ten. I can understand that, 
based on the artistic um, value in it and the storyline and, and whatnot, even though the storyline wasn't really my cup of tea, I can get why someone would would like it. And I, I can appreciate that. So I've, I'm going to refrain from Fair. giving a, a review on this or, or a, uh, a rating on it. Fair. Darcy, are you equally on the same page? Yeah, I'm, I'm a pass on the rating. However, I will give you a rating for Aladdin, which is dropped to a hard <laughs> two <laughs> at this point, okay? Because, yeah. By the way, like, I am down for more, like, Bollywood as well as American examples that didn't do it right. Oh, and Butter Chicken, of course. I mean, yeah. All right. So, FYI, right. I, I will a request. Come if we are going to do that again, let, let's watch the movie while we're eating Butter Chicken, not afterwards. You want to watch a full Bollywood film? No, no, no. If we're ever watching like a movie like this, then let's let's eat and watch at the same time. All right. So at least if I'm eating, I'm not falling. I've never fallen asleep while eating. So at least I'm safe in that regard. Yeah, because because while eating is the time to watch. And after I'm done eating is the time for the bros to talk, yeah. not to <laughs> pick up a long ass film. Now, I mean, if it's high energy, maybe. maybe. OK, but all right. I will attempt a, one more Studio Ghibli in the f- distant future, but uh, okay, all right, all right. Moving on, this is bullshit. I see the pain uh, in your eyes, man. I can see it. Uh, incidentally, that's a good suggestion, actually. Uh, Ron R, I'll definitely show them that one. They'll they'll definitely like that one. So Ron R was saying, "Oh, guys, you should watch Queen," and I know that which movie she's talking about, and. That will be the one. Is it like heavy metal? <laughs> Queen is a Bollywood film. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought I thought we were talking about another Studio Ghibli. No, no, no. Ron R's <laughs> got your back. She's she's not giving you Studio Ghibli uh, suggestions. Appreciate it. Oh, this, oh man, this hurts. Okay. Anyway, moving on to our final topic for the evening: uh, Demon Slayer season two, also known as the Entertainment Arc. Uh, sorry, Entertainment District Arc. Now. Yeah, it's my shit. Okay, cool. So, just for some uh, background, Darcy and I have watched this season in its entirety. Tactics has not. So, therefore, we are going to give our uh, spoiler-free reviews of season <coughs> two and also hopefully push Tactics to give up his... Uh, how do I put this kindly? Uh, choice to watch only dubbed ver- English dubbed versions of this show. So, Darcy, T, did you fall asleep already? Yeah. What's <laughs> <laughs> one second there? Yeah. Darcy, there was a smell smell of butter chicken in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Darcy, take it away. Uh, I'll I'll piggyback after you. What did you think of season two of A Demon Slayer? Spoiler free. All right. First off, let me tactics. I got a question for you. Do you like Demon Slayer? Yes, I do. Do you Would love you... Demon Slayer? Tactics. Uh, Umar, I'm asking the question right now, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be the good cop. <clears throat> okay, but don't interrupt. Don't interrupt. Okay. okay? <laughs> so you, you, you see, why would there be a bad cop right now? <laughs> he's not getting in trouble we're trying to sell him on it i don't understand that (laughs) okay so you 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 like you love demon slayer right uh yeah 
Yeah. Okay, you like it. Yeah. Would you like Demon Slayer <clears throat> to be twice as good as it's been before? Yes, I would. Well, that's what they call it season two, my friend. This shit is bananas, okay? Um, as I've told you offline, my one of my favorite anime episodes of all time was My Hero Academia, where Endeavor fights the whatever Ooh. creature and go, goes like ultra level. And that episode, I watched it over and over again. I watched clips over and over again. And I'm telling you right now, the second half of Demon Slayer season two is that episode, episode after episode. And the last two episodes are like, <laughs> okay, so I'm going to try to talk about this season without spoiling it, which is a pain in the ass. But um, one, the story, this character, every character, every character, every hero, Every villainous top-notch job. Top-notch job. There is not a character that I did not enjoy once we get into the entertainment district, okay? I could have done without the wives. <clears throat> oh, no. I, I, was perfectly, I was perfectly happy with the wives, okay? Um, okay, well, I meant all the main characters. I didn't mean all the right, side right. characters. I mean, like, there was a... Okay, the, the second half of the season is fantastic. The first half is just, like, setting things up it's a little bit slow, okay? But... It's the payoff is, is is phenomenal. Like there's a lot of side characters I don't need, and like all the ones at the brothels, I don't care about <laughs> them. Okay, but all of that is so overshadowed by what's good about this that I'm like, ah, I forgot about that. Okay, yeah. um, so the the main villains and the main characters, phenomenal job all around. Okay, now the, what also is is amazing, the best fighting we have seen in demon slayer the best fighting okay um uzi is just like if i'm saying his name correctly yeah uh, yeah um uzi is just like uh is amazing what, what's really dope about him that i didn't realize at first is that everybody else is a samurai and he's um oh, what, ninja. yeah ninja I, 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 there's like a different word for ninja too though isn't there ninjutsu no oh, that's a different word but he's gonna bother me um, but anyways, he, he's a ninja, and so he doesn't use a normal blade. He uses, like, these double blades, which is phenomenal. One of my favorite shinobi. things about... What's that? Shinobi. shinobi. Yeah, he's a shinobi. Um, one of my favorite things about this, uh, sh this season is what the animation studio did. They... I heard that it was also because of financial, like, reason. They didn't have as big of a budget, so they were, like, innovating... Um, but the thing I really love is so they combine 3D animation with 2D animation, but they didn't do it in a BS way. So your BS way is usually um, just take Attack and Titan, right? Where you might draw like the background and then you make your, your characters animated. And sometimes you need to do that. Attack on Titan apparently needs to do that because it, it's crazy what they have to do. But this show, they did the reverse. They drew the foreground characters and then they would put them in a 3d like landscape so that they could do amazing visuals amazing colors amazing effects the fighting is just amazing every episode once they kick off the fighting is a nail biter cliff hanger at the end of every episode they are beautifully gorgeous well-written stories 
you can really see like a lot of all of the 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 clashes between the blades and it's just some of the best anime i've ever seen period period best of 2022 hands down i know it's early but it's gonna be hard to top that is all i'm gonna say all right so tactics you need to see as soon as humanly possible (laughs) yeah like uh, so for my review is well i agree with everything you said um for me i would say that what i loved about this season is that they were able to show like i would say the only negative uh is something that a friend of mine had pointed out to me is that they didn't really sh- uh, show the training that led to all of like the characters kind of like taking up to the next level. Like Inosuke, Zenetsu, Zensu, and uh, and Tanjiro, all three of them did some like superb level fighting in this one. And like like basically uh, in the last like three episodes of the season, everyone went like full scale Super Saiyan, and uh, it was awesome to watch. But the thing is. We don't know where this came out. This is like this is kind of like just happened. So I will admit that like we could have done with a instead of showing like uh, backgrounds of certain other side characters, we could have shown like some element of like a special training that they, that uh, all three of them went through. Nonetheless, they all went Super Saiyan at some point in in their own way, and that was something beautiful to behold. Also, what I loved about uh, this season is. It is a shonen, so therefore it is kind of meant for the masses. It's meant to be like the like the popular thing, just like uh, Naruto was, just like uh, uh, Dragon Ball Z was, just like Bleach. So obviously there's that element of like, you know, powering people up, got to be like a big time fights and all that sort of stuff. But for some reason, unlike with Dragon Ball, unlike with Bleach, unlike with even Naruto, which had a lot of emotional uh, weight to a lot of their fights, this one felt so emotionally charged that i was i was on the edge of my seat like this wasn't like people spending three episodes charging up ready for a big fight that ultimately lasts like 30 seconds and then they're like on to the next like injury or shit like that this was people you care about doing things that make you care about them more while also fighting and defending and also people like getting up to the next level of, of their fight, whether it's something that they've learned that we didn't know about or something that they just discovered about themselves. But like they are just going to town and like Uzui is just boss. And the interesting thing is he considers himself to be the weakest Hashira. So you're just like, he's the weakest? And we've already seen uh, Akaza and Rengeku fight during the Mugen uh, train arc. So I thought, you know, like, you know, the movie, they got their shit, uh, like the animation style down, but like that was for a movie, a spectacle. <laughs> nah, they're like, oh, no, 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 we're going to do that for every season. This is, this is the next season. And so we're going to have a big fight with them. And all, like all four of these guys fucking killed it. And they were up against something that was really tough. So like, it just like... I've it's been a while since I've watched an anime where every episode ends on a cliffhanger that they're like literally the next second has to be shown in the next episode. Like literally five episodes was in the span of like maybe 20 minutes uh or like or like like yeah like 20 30 minutes. But like I'm on the edge of my seat every single time and like I I'm hearing myself <gasps> like or oh no 
I, I'm doing this each week. And I'm just like, I can't control myself. And yet, like, I am fully invested I, emotionally and, like, physically. My, like, I'm I'm reading as fast as I can while also watching what's happening. And the fights, like Darcy was saying, were superb. Superb. The animation, fantastic. The voice acting was great. And, like, just the final two episodes, like, Endeavor's fight was kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's nice. This is, like, I'm watching this. Like, I'm on, like, I, I'm... Yeah, I just it is, it is next level shit that I have like it, it turned me into a child. I was a child like not having watched anything before, and it's like, oh, what am I watching? That's what happened. They did that with everyone who spent their lives watching anime. They did that to us, and thank you, Demon Slayer season two. That that's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. T, you gotta watch this. Darcy, I didn't hear you. What did you say? Oh, I had myself muted. Tactics. You planning to watch this? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew that was coming. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to say after that. I mean, it is absolutely most innovative a- anime that I've seen. It's breathtaking. <clears throat> yeah. It. When you watch it, man, the one thing I look forward to tactics is this. My phone blowing up. Oh my god. What oh no. Oh la oh this. Oh that. Oh no. Uh, next episode. Yeah, like like we've told you before. The first four was four, four ep- Yeah, for first four episodes. Okay. They're not bad. They're just they're just set up. Yeah. <clears throat> you can watch those, like binge them in one one go so you get them done. Okay? But then last five episodes, six episodes. Especially the last five, you you gonna need to make sure it's not eleven o'clock at night when you start. <laughs> <laughs> you will not be going to sleep on time. <laughs> you just just know if you're interested, just don't just like stop at that point after like the episode. I think it's like episode end of episode five. It kicks off. Let me check. Let me check. Yeah, I think it's the end of episode five. So wait, is the season done? Yeah, season done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, ten, shit. Okay. Ten, ten episodes. Solid. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I think I think watch the first four episodes because the end of that fifth episode is the one where it's gonna like kick in. Mm-hmm. The fifth episode is gonna like start off kind of slow a little bit, then start getting interesting, and then it's gonna end, and you're like, okay, I'm oh okay, now it's starting to kick off, and then you're gonna start si- episode six, and and then nothing will stop. Yeah, so four episodes of setup, six episodes of like pure adrenaline. Yeah, Good idea. Okay. Yeah, so watch watch four. And you'll be like, okay, yeah, this brothel thing. I'm like, when's it gonna happen? But we already told you, episode five. So that that end, those last few minutes, that 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 episode five, it's gonna be like, oh, okay. Let me let me just see what happens next episode. And then episode <clears throat> six, you're just not, you're just, you're just gonna be like, it's over. You're yeah. stuck there in one seat. <laughs> Do we know why they did it as like the like the first half as a movie arc, and then no, just okay. So it's just that was I guess because maybe because of COVID or I don't know. Mm. I think originally they were planning to do that season as a season, but then yeah, something COVID they they went for the movie. No, because the movie came out in COVID. Yeah, no, but I thought that they were adjusting for COVID for some reason and turned it into a movie, and it wasn't the original plan. I thought I heard that. I mean, I'd oh. be very wrong, but 
Uh, no, I, I've I've only ever heard that it was gonna come out as a movie, and that was before COVID even happened. Uh, okay, I don't know what I'm talking about. But uh, yeah, T. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. Darcy kind of sold me. Obviously, I'm gonna watch Demon Slayer first, but he kind of sold me on the whole Dragon Ball Super. I haven't revisited that world in like years since I was like. In high school, man, shit. Umar's hurting right now. He's like, like, oh, Dragon so Ball. First, Super. the Studio Ghibli shit, and now this. <laughs> Yo, what do you got against Dragon Ball? Why do you Ball, hate man? me? Why do you hate me when what I show you, you nothing but love? What do you got against Dragon Ball? It ain't no Demon Slayer. Well, that's for damn sure. I know that. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, when when do they plan to have all these episodes finished in dub perspective? Well, the first episode of season two, uh, like uh, of the entertainment district, just like last week was dubbed. So like, we got like every week, ten weeks until uh, tactics can watch this. Okay, yeah, you might as well start Dragon Ball Super at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Uh, I mean, I want to watch subbed, but I, we already had a whole podcast where that ain't happening. So why am I putting any hope into it? Fine, watch your super. Yeah. Cool. Bullshit. Cool. Ten All weeks. Right. Damn, man. It's going. It's going to be like shit. Almost my birthday by that point. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he should just watch like some subbed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, good luck with that. Yeah, yeah I know. Anyway, well, yeah. On that note, I guess uh, this was just a wasted effort. So, volleying it back to UT for our closing remarks. All right. Well, uh, thank you all for tuning in or listening at home. This has been another edition of the Geeky Bros Podcast. I'm your boy, Tactics. Yo, it's just Darcy here. And this is Big Geek Kumar. Please like and subscribe and live long and prosper, y'all. Don't watch Aladdin. Don't watch Aladdin. No, you can watch it. It's okay. I can't. <laughs>